Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on today, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, a.k.a. Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, as you can see, podcast form, and a little bit more Twitter nowadays. If this is your first time tuning in, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I am diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. I am the self-aware narcissist, one of the self-aware narcissists on here and whatnot. The point of this page is to bring awareness to cluster B, cluster B personality disorders, um, mental health disorders, mental illness, everything, get people into therapy, and in the process, also validate victims and survivors of this, um, this disorder that I have. Um, today's episode is going to be about can a narcissist change? This is a touchy, touchy, touch, touchy, touchy subject, y'all. I promise it is. You know what I mean? A lot of this is one of the main questions I get on my TikTok. On my Instagram, like literally everywhere, y'all, everywhere, everybody asks me, like, can a narcissist change? I want to make it work with this person. Like, what can we do? So, short answer is, most, most look, look, look at this. Most narcissists are not going to put any kind of effort into changing or changing their behavior, anything. Because you can't get rid of it. The personality disorder that I have, I can't get rid of it. I've come to accept that. I've molded it into the person I've become right now. I've been in therapy for four years dealing with this. October 2017, it was my first therapy appointment. I know y'all, like I said, hey, it's not completely four years. Three, half years, whatever. You know what I mean? But I, like I said, me personally, I don't like... If people ask me, have I changed? I would just say I haven't changed. Like, I'm still 100% a narcissist. Like, I'm diagnosed as a narcissist. It, like, it's, my, it's the personality disorder that I have, but it does not define who I am. I, I I don't think I've changed. I think my behaviors have changed because the thought process has changed a little bit, but the thoughts are still there. The negative thoughts, the gaslighting thoughts, the manipulative thoughts, all the thoughts are still there. I just like been in therapy for so long that I've learned like therapy has taught me to be less reactionary, like to control the stuff that triggered me into the rage and to be a little bit more open to communication and listening to other people's perspectives and not taking it as criticism, criticism as much. You know, I had to work extremely, extremely hard at that. You know, one of, <laughs> one of the main exercises that my uh, therapist had me do when I first moved to therapy was um, I had to create a, like, a, it was two circles, one small circle and one big circle inside of each other. You know, the big circle is drawn, and then inside of that is a smaller circle. She told me inside the small circle, write all the stuff that I th- that I thought I could control. And in the, in the bigger circle, write the stuff that I could not control. And, you know, me writing stuff down. I'm a narcissist, y'all. So that, that little circle was jam-packed with stuff that I thought I could control. And the outside stuff, the outside stuff was stuff that I didn't, I, like, I had no control over. Like, what about live or die, stuff like that. You know, and she said, that's the issue with you. She said, the issue with you right now is the fact that you have this this backwards. You think you can, you think you can control more stuff than you, th- did you actually have control over? And that got to my, it got on kind of, you know, it kind of got on my nerves. I'm like, wait, wait, so I can't, I don't have control over this type of stuff. So, you know, I don't, <laughs> so that's the thing that I've been working on the most in therapy right there. So I know a lot, I've had, yeah, I've been having conversations with other people who think they're a narcissist or other diagnosed narcissists. And, you know, they just like, man, I don't have any hope for a relationship. Like people, you know, I'm pretty much a villain and whatnot. Everybody online thinks all narcissists are villains. I don't think all narcissists are villains. 
but the villainous narcissist give all narcissists a bad name. It's like a blanket, nar blanket, 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 you know? <laughs> I think, and yes, I think all narcissists know that they are doing bad stuff to you. I don't think they know why they are doing it because it's, you know, it's the disorder kicking it in, but, you know, I think they, they know that what they are doing to you. I think they, they know they are not giving you an attention. I think they know they're not giving you affection. I think they know they are gaslighting you and lying to you. They definitely know. We, like, we definitely know we lying to you. Like, we know. This is not the truth. This is a lie. You know, we know that type of stuff. But what like I said, what therapists help me work on is just get into the get into the middle of that process. When somebody says something to me that I think might be disrespect, I take a second now. And a lot of times I have to teach myself to like ask the question again to make sure I'm getting the right I'm, I'm reading it correctly. I'm making like make sure this is not criticism. Make sure my reaction is warranted. You know, because typically I would just jump to jump to insulting, jump to disrespecting you. I, I feel like you gave me some criticism. I was giving right back to you immediately. There's no, there's no hesitation. There's no in between. There's no nothing. I'm coming right back at you immediately. You know what I mean? So I think I've been able to change that part of my, that part of my personality disorder right there. That part of my um, behavior. So I, for a narcissist to, like, for you to be in a relationship with a narcissist, they, you know, healthy people say, can it be in a healthy relationship? They always put the adjectives in front. It's not just can a narcissist be in a relationship. Can a narcissist be in a healthy relationship? And I always ask people, what is your definition of healthy? Because if you're going to be in a relationship with a narcissist, even a self-aware one like myself, it's going to be a new healthy. It's going to be a new type of healthy. And I don't think that a relationship with a narcissist can work without them going through some kind of therapy and you both doing marriage counseling or couples counseling or something like that to be able to communicate better, to be able to do things better. Because I've been in therapy for three and a half years, and me and my wife also went to marriage counseling as well to you know work on our communication. Because I think that you know single solo therapy is to work on me, to work on myself, to work on the, the narcissist. Couples therapy is to work on us. And by working, but you know, the solo therapy, by working on me, I'm also working on us because I'm helping us communicate and things like that. So for a narcissist to be in any type of relationship, they have to, like, like y'all, I don't, like, there has to be some type of therapy. There has to be some kind of communication. There has to be some kind of a better chain of communication. There has to be some boundaries set, you know, but it can't be all boundaries. You can't, because like, once you set, you, you, you have to be, <laughs> I had a conversation with a couple the other day doing a one-on-one and the dude was mad. He thinks he, I think he, he thinks he's a narcissist. His wife thinks he's a narcissist as well. And the dude was mad. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to make it work, but it's just like all of these boundaries, like all, and like, it's like, I feel like I don't have a voice anymore. Now I'm like, now you know how she felt, you know, he's like, dang, you're right. You know, but I was like, you can't just enforce 55 boundaries at once. It has to be baby steps in the boundaries because then it feels like a challenge to a narcissist. You're trying to set boundaries. You're trying to set 50 boundaries on them. It's like, okay. Now I have to challenge these boundaries. It's too much. I'm giving up too much now. You know what I mean? Is this really worth it? I'm giving up so much. So you have to get to the point now where, like I said, there's you have to take your time. There has to be healthy communication in the relationship. I mean, this is in any kind of relationship. There has to be healthy communication. But with a narcissist, there has to be really open lines of communication. You know what I mean? Because even, like I said, even though I'm aware, y'all, even though I am self-aware, I still, like, give my wife a solid treatment. But, like, I still... I, you know, sometimes I, I I did it like very recently. I was like, dang, I ain't talked to my wife in five hours because of the stuff that she said. So I went in there and had, I had you know, I had to, uh, like, oh my God. God. <sighs> Let me go apologize. So I went in there and apologized and talked to her and stuff like that. And we ended up getting it worked out, you know, cause it's like, you know, it's not easy. I, I bet I mean, if, you, if you asked her, I'm going to get her on here pretty soon. We're going to do a video here pretty soon, a live something pretty soon. And if you ask her, she would tell you it's not easy. She was just like, hey, look, it's not easy. But I would think she would say that it was worth it, though. I think she would say it's not easy, but it's worth it. But like, but only because I'm still in therapy. When I don't go to therapy, our relationship struggles. 
you know, we don't do the marriage counseling as much anymore. But if I don't go to therapy, our relationship struggles and she ends up leaving me. Because last time she left me, I had missed therapy for like three, four months last year. I missed January, February, March, April. And then I mean, I had missed like December, January, February, March. She left me in April. There's not a coincidence. She left me in April because I had stopped going to therapy. I had stopped, you know, going to therapy and working on it because insurance changed. I had to pay too much. You know, I'm cheap. So I'm like, man, now. And I thought, I don't really need it anymore. I've been, I mean, I've been in therapy for the years. I'm, I'm good. Look, they have like, if you're going to try to remain in a relationship with a narcissist that you think is trying to change, they have to literally be like, yeah, I have to go to therapy for the rest of my life. And I'm fine with that because I like therapy now. It's part of my, it's part of me. This is part of my routine. It's like working out. I work out my body. I'm working out my mind. I'm working out my disorder. You know what I mean? So I go to therapy now because I, I, I actually like therapy. I, I like my therapist, you know. And I think, I, like, in, I think now that I look at my therapist, I think I inadvertently chose a therapist that kind of look and reminds me of my wife. So I feel like when I'm talking to my therapist, it feels like I'm talking to my wife and being a, more, a little bit more open with my wife and getting answers and stuff like that. She reminds me a lot of my wife, honestly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think I did it inadvertently or subconsciously did that. Um, but yeah, just go. They have like a narcissist has to go to therapy and be more open and honest, and go in there and be honest with the therapist. Like if one therapy session is not enough for a narcissist, y'all. I'm gonna be real with you. One therapy session is not enough. It just can't be enough. It's literally not enough. Hey, babe, I went to one therapy session. I'm good. You know what? Guess what? The the, the therapist said it was you. They said I'm good. They said you were actually the issue. You know what I mean? So you got to deal with stuff like that as well. So don't you know? One therapy session is not enough. So you have to ask yourself, like, is this person going to go to therapy, willing to go to therapy throughout the rest of their existence, throughout the rest of our relationship? Because once they stop going to therapy, I promise you, your relationship is going to struggle because my relationship struggles. It does. It just did. You know what I mean? I know I can't speak for every narcissist out there, and I'm not trying to villainize every narcissist out there or every person that thinks there's a narcissist or that is dealing with this personality disorder or something similar to it or just some traits and stuff like that. I'm not trying to villainize you. I just don't think, you know. This is my brain. I even me, y'all. Y'all see how aware I am of what I do and what I've done and what I'm doing right now. I just don't think it's possible. I mean, unless somebody, unless your intellect is higher than mine and stuff like that, and you were willing to work harder than, and you know, I don't think it's possible. You just have to continue to go to therapy. You just have to, you know, if you are a real narcissist, you have to go to therapy to make this relate your relationship work. You just have to. I, and, and I don't know it's such I gotta go to therapy and be open and honest. You have to look. I say this, you have to go to therapy to work out your issues. You have to work out your issues in therapy, not on your partner. And it's man, woman, you know what I mean? Any, you know, whatever. You know, it's just like, you have to go to therapy to work out your issues in therapy, not on your partner. Because they don't deserve it. You know what I mean? I don't work out my childhood issues on my wife and my kids and stuff like that. And it sucks, you know what I mean? So I'm in, I'm in redemption, redemption stage right now. Because I think, you know, no matter how many goals I accomplish, no matter how, you know, what I do in life, I feel like my greatest accomplishment is getting my wife to come home. And people ask, well, why does she come home? Why does she come home? What made her come home? Yeah, I'm working. She knows I'm working. I'm in here working. I'm going to therapy. And, like, this TikTok, pretty much my TikTok, my whole social media thing is me telling y'all, that, like, me telling, shouting to the world that the problem in my relationship was me, not her. Did Has she done some stuff that's wrong? Yeah, nobody's perfect. But I've done more. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've done more stuff. So my TikTok account really was me just holding myself accountable. Just saying, hey, look, it's me, not her. And now, now pretty much the, you know, the world, millions, millions, millions of people have seen my videos and heard my podcast and stuff like that. And, you know, I have 417,000 subscribers on my, on my uh, TikTok. Almost 10,000 here and 12,000 on my uh, Instagram. So a lot of people 
see me shouting to the shouting to the moon to shout into the clouds that it the problem was me i have been toxic i'm going to try to be less toxic in my relationship and i'm shouting to the world that the problem and the issue was me you know what i mean so sometimes if you're a narcissist and you're watching this video or not sometimes you have to look in the mirror and say damn it's me i have to go to work go work on yourself work on yourselves and whatnot because it's not just working on yourself it's it's ending generational curses because how we end generational cur generational curses is by looking in the mirror and saying it stops with me it stops with me this 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 curse this per this no the personality disorder these traits this lack of love this lack of trust this lack of affection it stops with me i say it because it stops with me my kids ain't having this I'm going, you know, I'm working on my kids. I'm working on my relationship with my kids. I have good relationships. We just left the park as a family. I made sure to make some family time today. I stopped doing my one-on-ones. I cut the schedule short. It's left a, I, I leave a note on the board every morning for my wife on the board. It said, like, look, today we're doing something as a family. And we all went and got ice cream, and we went to the park, and we threw the baseball around. She sat on, like, she sat on the mat and held the little baby, held baby girl. I played through the baseball with my two cup, with my, with my two boards. Great, good day at the park. Good family outing. You know what I mean? You have to make, yeah. You have to make time to work on yourself. And if you, if you are like, if you can't go to therapy, you just can't afford therapy. Join one of these Facebook groups. I'm about to start a new Facebook group about narcissistic personality disorder, and it's going to be only for narcissists. If survivors want to join the group, the survivors are just going to have to come to the group and just listen and watch and observe how narcissists act. And so that's what the, when the first, the very first Facebook group that I joined, it was just self-aware narcissists in there, and the survivors and the victims were not. Just they, just they were just viewing it. They were just in the group viewing, viewing the answers, viewing the questions and stuff like that. They, they would ask, they would answer a question here. They would ask a question here and there. But those groups are extremely small: two hundred people, one hundred fifty people, three hundred people. Now there are five thousand, six thousand people, and there's trolls in there, and there's people in there just to lash out at people. It's just like it's not the same, you know what I mean? So I'm so I'm taking it upon myself to start a new software narcissist group here pretty soon. And um, once I start it, I'm going to you know I'm gonna link it here. So people can, because that's one of the things that helped me was like when I first got into the therapy, I mean, when I first, you know, thought I was a narcissist, one of the things that helped me was getting into those groups and realizing that I was not alone in this struggle. It's not just me. It's more of us. Even if it's just, I know the numbers are skewed, y'all. Before I say this, I'm going to just say this for, before I announce the statistic, the statistic, I'm going to let you know that I know the numbers are skewed. I know it's more than 1% of the population. So yes. But when I was when I was Googling it, when I before I got diagnosed, it said one percent of the population is narcissist personality disorder. So I knew I'm you know I have a degree in engineering. I knew the math. I was like one percent of seven billion is you know, wow. I was like so there's millions of people like me. I just had to find them. Where are they? At? Are they in hiding? And I just joined those groups and they helped me. It, was, it felt like a safe space for narcissists. So yeah, that's, that's the only way. That, like, I'm just telling you, you know, I'm not trying to doubt douse anybody's fire. Or anybody's thing, thing like that. I'm not trying to kill your vibe or give you, take your hope away and things like that. But sometimes hope is the worst thing you can have when you deal with a narcissist. Because like, if you keep hoping against hope that they're going to change on their own, that's just not going to happen. I just don't think they're going to change on their own. Like, I even if, so even when I got before I got diagnosed, went to therapy, or whatever. If I would never went to therapy, I would never be in the position I am right now. Never. Point blank. Period. I could have read the Bible. I could have done anything. I would have never been in this position right now because I would have never knew what was actually going on inside of my head and why I, why I was doing what I was doing. And I think having an answer to why has helped me tremendously. Why am I like this? Oh, I have narcissistic personality disorder. That's why I'm like this. So finding out why helps. You have to find out why. And other people are like, how do I tell them? How do I get them to therapy? You can't like sometimes you. My wife 
yelled and screamed at me that I was a narcissist. And she took her ass and bounced. She dipped, packed up the kids and bounced on me. So she yelled and screamed at me. I'm not telling you to do that because you know, you, you know, you actually know, you know your person better than I do. With telling them help. Because some people send my videos to them. Some people send my videos to them and they get mixed reactions. Like, hey, that dude's stupid. Hey, that dude doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Hey, that dude is dumb. And you get other people just like, hey, that guy's, you know, wow, he sounds like me. And people, like, it's like I said, immediately feel like they're not alone. So I'm root, I root for narcissists that, to get help. I root for anybody to get help. I root for the survivors. If you're in an abusive relationship and you just, there's no hope left. Like this person's not going to therapy. This person's not working on themselves. This person is just blaming you for everything. I don't root for them. I don't root for that narcissist because that narcissist is just going to drain you and suck you dry and probably discard you with somebody else and leave you broken. And then you're going to have to take on the battle of building yourself up. Sometimes you have to do it alone with kids and things like that. Sometimes you have to do it without financial assistance and stuff like that because they were the breadwinners and stuff like that. So you have to take everything into account Everything into account when you're dealing with situations like this. So I don't like that. I think people get, get it mixed up. Like I'm, I'm just telling everybody to leave. Like you broke my relationship up. You told my girlfriend to leave me. I like, oh, you, you made my boyfriend leave me. Hey, look. I cannot break up a happy relationship. I've never broken up a happy relationship. I'm not a homebreaker. I'm trying to fix homes. I'm trying to fix broken homes. Because if somebody, yeah, our relationships are struggling. The communication is struggling. Social media is making that communication struggle. Instead of talking to our wives and kids and stuff like that, we send out tweets. We post, we, you know, we in there doing the woe on TikTok. We in there screaming on TikTok or stuff like that. So we got to do better and things like that. We just got to get better communication. Communication is key. You have to be able to communicate. And like I know none of the question I get is like, how do I know the how do I know the therapy is working? If they do go to therapy, how are you feeling? Are you feeling like the communication is getting better? Are you walking feel like you're walking less on eggshells? Do you feel like your voice is being heard a little bit more and taken into taken into account? Has the rage subsided? Has the manipulation subsided? Has there been any kind of semblance of of accountability? Are they talking to you and being open in communication and discussing things that they never would have discussed with you before? You know? That's the only way you know. Consistent change behavior is the only apology you should ever accept. I'm sorry. I'll change. It's not an apology, y'all. That's not. It's manipulation. And once you take a narcissist back after they say that, with no change, if they just say, I'm sorry, and I change, they would, that's not change right there, y'all. That's manipulation. Or if they say, like, if you make a narcissist beg you, and plead you to get you back and you take them back they're going to punish you for that once you take them back you're going to get punished because taking a narcissist back without any kind of apology or change behavior is pretty much cleaning the slate for them and once you take them back after that don't ever bring up what they did wrong again because why did you take them back there was no behavior change there was no apology you just missed them you just missed their presence you know what i mean this, this is like look I always think about this like what are you fighting for is this person even worth fighting for? You know, because I get a lot of people when I'm doing my one-on-ones that are fighting for people who don't have jobs, who are pretty much homeless without them, who don't, like, if you if this, if this you subtracted this person from your life, what would change? Oh, just their presence. Okay, got it. Nothing that you can pay your own bills, you can take care of your own kids, you can, you know, you can live your life. It's just their presence is gone. I know presence is a lot, but is it worth it? You know, it's like, if so, I'm going to cut this thing short. I don't have to, I got to ramble. I get, I get passionate. I'm talking about narcissists getting into therapy. But look, if you're out there and you are a narcissist look, watching this video, the, the small chance you're watching this video, you're you a narcissist, I'm rooting for you. Go to therapy. Find me on TikTok or Instagram. Instagram preferably because my, my inbox is still full, but it's not as full. Hey, and I'm, I'm messaging you back. I work with narcissists as well. I've talked to like, like almost 10, 11, 12 of them, you know? 
And the people don't say, like, you talk to 10 or 11, 12 narcissists. That's not even much. How many narcissists have you talked to and got into therapy? I've got at least I've got a one, two, three, four. I've got at least four narcissists into therapy. At least one session. I think that's great. I've only been doing one-on-ones for two months. i got four into therapy. Come on now. That's work. I'm working. I'm working. If you're a narcissist out there watching this video, you are not alone. I'm here standing with you. I'm screaming from the mountaintops that... We all don't have to be bad people. We can make better choices, but we have to get into therapy and work our issues out in the therapist chair and not on our partners. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in so much. I really, truly appreciate y'all. Um, more to come. I'm going live more on YouTube more often. So, get like again, like and subscribe for more. I really, truly appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Peace.